Welcome to the Rise and Thrive Podcast. My name is Liz Paris. And I'm Christina Cyphers. We're sisters. And we have been on a journey to get unstuck in life and learn tips, tools, and techniques to find more success, love, and happiness. We want to share what we've learned with you to help you move from surviving to thriving. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Arise and Thrive. Um, listeners, we I know it's been a while since we've been on, um, since we la- launched an episode, but we're so glad to be back. Um, it's been a busy month for both Christina and I. Uh, you've been busy moving, right, Christina, <laughs> and getting settled in. Yeah. And and then for me, I've been busy meshing my life with Andrew again. And so anyway, just lots of self-reflection time. It was our church's conference this last month, and so we had a lot of time to just um, take time for us and see where we're at and. Uh, It's been good, but we also, right before that, had a few oops moments ourselves (laughs) with our podcast. Um, Just to be real with you guys, we had a couple of epic fails. Uh, Just one of our, we tried to record a couple of episodes and had some mishaps with that and just some struggle. And then uh, we we also uh, were ready to launch our October Arise Now group and had so much interest in it, lots of great response. And just as people were visiting our website, they tried to go in and sign up and we did not press the receive payment button. (laughs) So that was our oops moment for the month of October. And so anyway, if you were one of those that were trying to sign up, we apologize and we want you in our January group. (laughs) Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Um, thank you for being patient with us in our learning of all the technology things and the new things. So anyway, we appreciate all those who visited our website and those who listened to our episode with Shannon and Cassidy about Arise Now, just our last episode. Um, it got us so pumped about our October class and just helping people where they're stuck to make movement. And so anyway, we just, you know, sometimes we had little failures in life, but that's okay. Kind of those, oh my goodness moments. Um, And so we did take a little break in October, but we're back at it. We're not quitters. (laughs) We love you guys. And we want to help you succeed in life and get unstuck and receive the tools that you need to succeed. So anyway, just a reminder for all of us to push through the uncomfortable and the frustrating. Christina, wasn't there a couple of frustrating moments with some of those recordings for the episodes that didn't work out? Frustrating moments, everyone. <laughs> yes, for sure. So also as we as we're having some breakthroughs or we're on the verge of breaking through something big, sometimes that resistance comes in. And today we have a guest, we're going to introduce her in just a minute. But a lot of times when we're trying to move forward, we're up against our old programs. And that just makes it hard for us. We have this old, old old programming that's trying to hold us back, like fear, or you shouldn't be doing this, or maybe I'm not cut out for this, or you know, we start to self-sabotage and we start to have things come up. So we can say, oh, and we try to take what Ann Washburn calls, uh, she's one of my mentors, she calls it a chicken exit. 
So we say, oh, I'm busy. I'm busy, you know, moving or I'm busy cleaning house or I'm busy this or that. But then we don't really get to those goals that are important to us. And um, we, we kind of take a chicken exit. We kind of have those two voices going on in our mind, like either the faith and belief that we can do it or the doubts and fears that we can't. Um, and so those voices happen internally and sometimes they happen externally too. Because as we're freaking out sometimes when <laughs> we're coming up against our goal, um, sometimes that'll come up for us externally because people feel that um, struggle energy in us. And so they might say things like, well, you're not doing a very good job or wow, it's not going very good. Or are you even, you know, making progress or things like that? So we just have to stick with that faith and belief and trusting ourselves that we can do it. And also working on that mindset, because if we stay in fear and doubt, we're not going to move forward in the ways we want to. Um, so anyway, if you need to take a break for a minute when you're working towards something, great. Just take a break, get your feet under you, and but keep moving forward. Um, and today we're going to talk about how to help our mindsets um, to shift so that we can continue to move forward. We're always talking about mindsets, but I think that is our biggest tool to be successful on this planet is what what is our mind putting out? Because our mind's putting out messages even when we're sleeping. And so if we can get our mindset, our spirit, our body, our mind, all of those things working together in the same direction, it's so, so important. It's, it's awesome. So, okay, today, so excited. We've got Tiffany Wynn today on our show. And Tiffany is a spiritual life coach and she helps busy professionals and high achievers to reconnect with their truths and to live authentically. And I like that she combines a spiritual practice or wisdom to guide people towards their clarity and confidence to help them have some inner peace and happiness. And she also uses her analytical brain and intuitive side um, and she is, so Tiffany migrated to the U.S. from Vietnam when she was 16, and she learned that it was kind of a harsh reality living in a foreign country. And so a lot of loneliness and things like that came up for her, but Tiffany took the next decade and overcame that, um, and she started to build a fulfilling life, and she also has worked to help others to do the same. So she does one-on-one -on -one coaching, but she also holds a doctorate um, of pharmacy. So she's a pharmacist and she's studied as a, a Tibetan meditation master. And so she's done a lot of different neat things. And so we're so grateful that you're on our show today, Tiffany. Hello, how are you? Good, thank you for having me today. Yeah, well, welcome. So tell us, I know today you're going to talk a lot about mindfulness. Mindfulness is one of the biggest tools that you use, if I'm right, to help people move forward. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. So mindfulness is the, like, I guess it will be the foundation for pretty much everything. If we, first of all, it helps us become aware of the problem. And so we can have develop some kind of solution, how to solve it. And everything for our mind, we can't, we're not really, it's, it's very hard to 
for minds you don't really have like you know you can just like open your head and change something it's not like a surgery that we can done so mindset work actually have to be based on mindfulness it's just we have to be aware of it and then we just have to trace back the longer the better to our history to how we become that way to and we have to dig deeper into our feelings and why are we feeling that way there's a lot of going through not only um, when we dig going to that way is a lot of like how we become that way why do we act the way we do is it because of our conditioning that we, how we raised how we grew up is it because we um, also become of my our personality we really just love to please other people that's how we change our behavior or are we trying to prove something? So the more we are become more aware of our behavior and our feeling, we can look more into like the reason why, the motivation behind it. And when we have a better understanding of it, we have this clarity and then we can change it. So when we understand something, like the inner working of it, then we can change the other way around. We can be more positive and we can develop a more um, solid, foundation to actually change it from the beginning from the from its root instead of just forcing our behavior to change on the surface and uh, where we don't feel like it that's so good because sometimes we'll find ourselves doing the same thing over and over and over and sometimes we just think oh why am i doing this it's just my default but if we do go back a lot of times there's clarity when we understand oh this came because of this experience um, I was just talking with a gal who had a, um, we were talking about money mindset and she had had a traumatic experience when she was young, um, with money. And I mean, really traumatic. Her mom got frustrated with her and, um, and in this experience, she was beat and put in a tub. And so she was bleeding into the tub and it was all over money. And so she like went back in her mindset and was like, oh my goodness, like these are my things that really have formed my beliefs about money. And um, so something so traumatic and sometimes it's something so subtle. It can be something subtle because as children and young people, we're so moldable and those things can feel so huge. And we also go internal and kind of blame ourselves. So definitely, I think there's a, a huge connection to childhood and past playing into what's happening today. Definitely, definitely have a lot to do with childhood. Um, most of us grew up not in a perfect family, not in like a perfect environment. So yeah. we all very subconsciously or consciously um, Sometimes we the trauma is so big that we're aware that we have some kind of trauma as a children, a child. But most of us, even when we think that we didn't go through any trauma, there's a lot of like how our family keep telling us certain things and how we develop a lot of belief. And we, as a kid, we didn't know anything better. We just take it into uh, ourselves and become a worldview. And that's become like a belief that's so strong and so ingrained in us. We don't even recognize it. We just... It's just our sub subconscious working uh, of our mind. And we yeah. never actually question it. As, uh, and when we grow up, we just never think, we just thought it was a natural thing of the world. Um, but that actually hinder us because if we didn't learn the lesson from that 
um, when we, you know, when we didn't become aware, you know, but once we start to be more mindful and we actually never learn the lesson, our life keeps having the same pattern. We keep attract the same thing until we actually understand the lesson that we're supposed to learn. Then we can move yeah. on. Well, and I think as children, we're like sponges. We just accept it. It's like, oh, this information, this information. And it might be misinformation that we're internalizing, but we still take it in because we're so open as children. Yes, we soak up everything as a children. I think we count, um, you know, as children, obviously we're very vulnerable and we completely dependent on others and we count 100% on our environment, our peers, our parents, our family, everyone to tell us how the world works, what to do, and how we should behave to be yeah. functional. And not all of that is healthy. <laughs> not yeah. all of that is true, uh, but we didn't know anything better. And that somehow become our belief throughout our life. If we never examine it, uh, somehow our life becomes something that we didn't choose for ourselves. We just operate on other people's beliefs. For sure. So this first step of awareness is really important, I think, because that's where you can start to shift. And it, it's hard, too, when you start to notice to kind of sit with yourself and be okay with it. Sometimes I think you get frustrated with yourself when you notice the pattern and it hasn't changed yet, right? <laughs> Have you noticed right. that, too? <laughs> It's, uh, you know, we have to, we have to be a little bit more gentle with ourselves. It takes time. I just think about how long our childhood is. We have like decades to learn all this belief, to, you know, build all this belief. And so it's, uh, hopefully it doesn't take that much time to change it, but still it's going to take time. It's not going to be overnight. And mindset is just, uh, it's based on neuroplasticity, so it's, we have to do something as equally as repeating to change our pattern, to make a new pattern in our brain, and we have to change our new thinking. So it does take time. It does take time. I think yeah, it's and the greatest part is that the science shows that even a 100-year-old person can use neuroplasticity to get to a new mindset and have that new pattern. So that's what's cool. Because even just talking to my dad the other day, and he's what, 75? And he, he just said, or 76 now. And he said to me, I can't change. I've been doing this so long. And I was like, no, you can change. They've showed even a hundred year old person can change. So yes, what, the, what, they do, what, what do we usually say is uh, it's impossible to teach an old dog, you know, new training. That's not true. <laughs> Yeah, really not true. It's not true with people. Men and women change every day. So <laughs> we do change every day. We just have to be more cautious of it and what change we want to make. Yes, for sure. So once people are aware that, hey, this is going on or I need to change this, what are some things that you recommend to help them actually make the change in their mind? <clears throat> Excuse me. So I would recommend have a little bit of mindfulness practice every day so that keep us to be a little bit alert for when we go about on our daily life. And um, once our, I guess when our emotion are trigger, especially strong emotions, very frustrated or especially anger is easier to recognize like, uh, oh, I'm triggered by this event. I'm triggered red by- red flag, right? A big red flag. Big red flag. <laughs> I'm triggered by this person. I'm triggered by this behavior. 
And we are, it's okay that we feel that way in that moment. It's okay to feel angry. It's okay to feel sad or frustrated. And the most important thing is to be aware of it. Once you're aware of your emotions, you're not being swept away by the emotions. You are actually observing it in a way. So, uh, so give yourself props for having awareness. And then if it's allowed, you should like take a deep breath uh, or, or take a little break just to, first of all, like disengage from the very stressful situation if it's possible. And that gives you like a little breathing room to gain a little bit, um, gain a bit of like more grounding. And it's good to, when during that break, you can like quickly reassess like what are you having now? Like uh, it's like a moment of gratitude when you run into, okay, am I standing? Am I sitting down? Am I like, just be aware of your body, just be aware of your environment. So it helps you ground more and develop like a sense of gratitude. Like, okay, like the sky literally not falling. I'm not dying. It's not, it's not as dramatic as my mind make it out to be. So a little yeah. bit more um, gratitude. You can focus on breath too, right? Like that's what yeah. I do is just my breathing. Hey, I'm breathing. I still have air coming in and out, right? Yes, yes. Your breathing is something that can ground you. Uh, which is something you you know we can practice every day too, so we can uh, use it when the uh, occasion arises. But deep breathing is really good. Even like just a few deep breaths, even when you cannot take like a five minute break, even just a few deep breaths really calms you down and clear your head a little bit, like clear the clouds of this anger or frustrated a little bit, and yeah. give you a little bit of space so you can process a little, and then. Basically, you're not really doing a lot of crazy work when you trigger, but it's good just to notice, like just to notice what you're doing, what you're feeling, and why why are you doing that? Like what triggered you? And then once you have once you have a moment later on in the day, when you have uh, some time for yourself to be still, then you can contemplate on oh, why am I doing that? Or why did I feel that way? what exactly about um, the situation that triggered me to feel that way. And that's like, a, that's like the start when you go down the spiral path of uh, trying to figuring how you become that way. And that's how you figure out like, okay, so I do have this pattern about it. I tend to have this. So you start learn to learn more about how your mind work and how you getting triggered, how your behavior pattern is. Uh, so that's how it all starts. That's awesome. So um, something that helps me, I love how you said, because everyone has a busy day. And, you know, when when anger comes up, sometimes it's not the moment to deal with anger, because you have a situation you're dealing with that you just need to take care of in that moment. So especially with kids or something like that, or spouse or whatever or job, um, sometimes you just have to get the job done of whatever is going on. But then the more important work is to come back to it later because if you don't, it's going to pop up again later. And, and when it does, um, when you have more understanding, then you're able to really dig in and, and understand what you need to do to shift it, I think. And I like how you said, so in that moment when you have the trigger, like, okay, maybe take a minute to calm yourself, ground yourself, breathe, but then come back to it later and be still. And one of the things that really helps me is journaling. And um, 
just saying, when this comes up, I feel this way because, and why does it make me feel that way? And really look at the why, what, what is causing it? And then when you do that, um, you can even decide that it's going to be different. Um, and I don't know if you're going to get into that because that's part of the retraining of the mind, right? Is that mindset shifting is okay. Well, every time my son throws his bottle down on the ground, I get angry because he shouldn't be doing that because it's dirty and da, 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 da. Well, there's going to be something bigger underlying that. So when you go and do the journaling and you're figuring it out, it'll help you understand why does it really bother me? And it's probably something tied to you because it's a trigger in you. And so then you can understand deeper of what's going on with the journaling, but then you can switch it. When my son throws down his bottle, I'm fine with it. I'm calm. And why do you choose to be calm? And you can put your reasons why, but then you're shifting it too. So um, yeah, do you have other ideas for, for shifting? I mean, I love how you said to, to just deal with it in the moment and come back. I love that be still, because I don't think we do that enough. We kind of forget about it, go on our way, don't come back to it and that's where real change is is facing it like that mindfulness awareness but then to face it to sit with those feelings yeah so for for the most part um when we are triggered our emotions tend to be overwhelmed to actually you know do the deep work and do anything about it so we just um get as calm as we can with some grounding breath and do the best we can at that moment but don't, don't uh, I guess, don't sweep it under the rock. We really need to keep, keep a look at it. And for the, for the switching, be sure, like, obviously we interact with other people all the time. And we can always think, like, that person, there's something about them that just trigger us, you know? They just breathe and we would get angry. Um, yeah. But don't take things so personally. They do not, nobody think in their head like, okay, I'm going to do this very specific thing at this specific time just to piss you off. Um, nobody has that kind of time and energy yeah. to think of you that highly. Um, so it's, trying to not take things personally is usually all of the emotion come from us, like come from like something really deep within us. Like, Let's say, you know, when your son's like throwing the bottle down, he trying to test his limit of how far he can go. Not like, let's try to get mommy angry for the day agenda. So it's not about that. But when you start shifting about not about other, but about ourselves and what specifically about it, like, are we really controlling? Are we like really just want to control the situations or, um, are we having like a wrong view of the of the situation at hand? Maybe we were not on the same page. Your son and you were not on the same page of what to do with the bottle or something like that. And even with just that understanding, it helped us um, not only understand ourselves, but also more compassionate to other people, more kind to other people. Because we know that they're not out to get us. We tend to not take it so personally. So we automatically become more, you know, kinder a little bit. And the best thing is to be honest with yourself. It's very easy to be in denial. It's very easy to, um, to lie about it with ourselves. But it's one of the, 
I would say one of the hardest things to do is to be brutally honest with yourself, how you actually feel. Um, it's not always easy to face our own shadow. We don't want to be the person that have so many negative feelings, so many negative thoughts, um, but we shouldn't deny it. it. It's better to acknowledge that we have this feeling, we have this thought. Um, so it's very important to be brutally honest with ourselves and have uh, that's also take courage. So it's the take courage to face it, to um, dig deeper, like why does it happening? And keep asking, why are we going that way? And it's okay to dig deeper into the past. Like did anything happen in the past that um, make me feel this way because it gave me an experience that just very traumatic or very unpleasant that I never want to repeat again. And that usually the behavior we take to avoid certain things to repeat. And then um, the, I guess my best advice is to be gentle with yourself. Become your, become, have like a little natural curiosity toward yourself. Just like if, when you go, when you first know someone, so you're so excited to learn everything about them, the good side, the bad side, you know, or when you read a book, you learn everything about this character, everything. And have that same curiosity toward yourself. Um, just uh, like maybe you, maybe we didn't know ourselves enough, you know, we didn't know all, all of our own shadow and we also didn't know our life. We tend to focus so much like, wow, we suck. We didn't do any of this. We don't know how to do any of this. We, um, you know, we have this one bad trait. We're very impatient. We're very jealous. We're very angry, angry all the time. But we also have a lot of good traits. Maybe we're very creative. Maybe we're very kind. Maybe we, um, you know, very helpful with other people. We also have a lot of good traits, but we never think about it. So be gentle with yourself. You, you know, as a whole, we probably have like three things that we need to work on, but we never look at all the seven good things that we have. So be gentle with yourself and becoming your own best friend. And, you know, actually learn a lot by yourself. If you have, I think we sometimes have it in our life if we have someone that uh, knows us better than we do. Yeah, yeah. we should become that person. Yes. Get to know yourself well. One of the, the activities that I, I learned recently was to take on a sheet of paper and list out five good things that I'm doing and five things I need to work on, but they always have to be the same amount so that your brain balances it. Um, and so anyway, but that to me was life transformational because I always was this person with a carrot on a fishing pole like running to try to get the carrot. And it's always like three steps in front of me. And I, that's how I trained myself, that I was always not good enough, that my efforts weren't enough, that someday I would get there. And I was never getting there because <laughs> I never appreciated myself for where I was. But I love that to be um, gentle and also um, to realize that you may have some negative stuff going on inside, negative thoughts, and that those around us they don't have time to, to try to trigger you intentionally, but their personalities, those that are around us are our perfect teachers and they will trigger us. And it's our perfect opportunity to say, okay, how am I playing into this? What can I learn from this? Because they're going to trigger us to help us be better, to help us understand. And they'll trigger us until we really say, 
what can I learn from this? What can I do better on, right? Yes. We keep getting triggered if we don't learn the lesson in our life. Yeah. It just keeps happening unless you decide to avoid them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I really, Tiffany, I really like what you said about taking a moment and taking a few breaths. I, I, as you were talking last night, there was kind of an incident with my daughter and she lost her library book again. And for some reason, we're always losing her library book. And I feel like I'm always getting blamed because I'm the one that cleans the house and I'm the one that's supposed to be in charge of homework and I'm in charge of everything. So it's always <laughs> my fault, right? And so I just got kind of mad because everyone's blaming me for this library book. And that day I had actually lost my um, I, my I headphones, my AirPod headphone, the case fell out of my pocket while I was running. And I backtraced my steps for five miles and I didn't find my case. And so I had already lost something that day and I, I had gotten really angry. Like I just... I couldn't handle the Too moment. Much. <laughs> it was really helpful for me in that moment to have even maybe went to a different room for a few minutes and just realized the world's not falling apart. We're going to find the library book. Like I can buy a new case on eBay for $30. Like everything's fine. But yeah, I think sometimes we're so caught up. Like it was in the middle of dinner actually when this happened. And so I didn't take that moment that I needed. And I really appreciate that you said that because I think a lot of times we need to take a few even if, it's, if we're taking a few breaths and just hold on one second, everyone like take a few breaths and just kind of really ground yourself and realize like it's not the end of the world. So that's something that I definitely needed to hear today. And so many other things that you said today. And um, I've been typing up notes as you've been talking. So for our listeners, you can go back and look through the notes for the podcast episode. Lots of really good golden nuggets in there. And um, before we move on to your oops moment, um, we would love to hear how our listeners can reach you, um, if it's via website or email or um, how, how people could contact you if they'd like to contact you for coaching. Yeah, so um, the best thing right now is to go on my website, spunkyspiritualist.com. And I have a great free guide up there for seven steps to move on when things don't work out. And it's Freebie, we love freebies. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually had two versions, one for work and one for relationship. And um, so people can sign up for whichever one they need at the moment. And it will go through each step in detail. And I also include the worksheet so they can help reframe their work and help them shape their view a little. So that is actually very, very, very helpful. And that's actually a great process to go through, even if you go through it several times. Um, it, it, it's not something that you just do it one night, you know, it, it's take time to process the emotion, take time to have a break. Uh, so it's, it's good to start out with, and if they like it, like the way I work and they can always just reach out uh, to me for coaching later on, but that's a, that's a great to start with. So they can get to know me and my style and, uh, hopefully it helped them. Perfect. So um, I'm, I'm going to repeat that. So it's spunkyspiritualist.com and you can go on and get um, a freebie. It's the seven steps to move on when things don't work out. That, that sounds yeah. awesome. I'm going to go and sign up and get that. I'd like to work on that. And now we would, Tiffany, we'd love to hear your oops moment. So this has happened during my uh, graduate day when I, you know, we're just learning about mindfulness. I haven't actually practiced a lot of it, but I like, um, I live in my head a lot. So I like the idea of it a lot. And when I have a, a study group coming over, so all of my, a group of my good friends came over and they each bring some food because we, we need food to study. 
and <laughs> I said cooking rice. So for me, rice is very easy. You just have a rice cooker and you just press the buttons. And I was here cleaning up my house, tidy up a little bit and put the rice and water in. And then when my friend come over and then we were like all ready to be chatting and eating before we go to study, I opened my rice and it was not cooked. I have one job to cook the rice that I forgot to push the button. And here I was just bratting on about, I've got to start mindfulness, all of these teachers are great, Eka Tolle, Dalai got to be great, we should all start mindfulness, and then, and then the rice are cooked. <laughs> and then you had a moment that wasn't very mindful, and that, okay. No, and they were like, yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, I think you need to work on memory first before mindfulness, I like, I probably do. <laughs> That's hilarious. Thank you for sharing that. Great. Thank you so much for coming on today, Tiffany. We have really enjoyed getting to know you a little bit more. And um, once again, we'll leave her website and the notes in the episode notes. And um, yeah, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's been a great pleasure. Yes, thanks. The pleasure's ours. Are you feeling stuck in an area of life? relationships, money, organization, health, or happiness, we want to help you get the results you have always wanted and the happiness you are worthy of. And so Christina and Liz have started a movement to support you in making positive changes in your life. Arise Now is the best place to start when you are ready to get better results in life and you want positive support, effective tools, and strong motivation to make it happen. And that's why we started our movement, Arise Now. Arise Now is a month-long support group with all of this and more. In Arise Now, you will learn to make vision boards work for you. You will have the support to set and accomplish a 30-day goal, daily accountability, and enjoy a safe, supportive community to start arising and thriving now. You will receive five weekly live trainings, including learning to use valuable tools and techniques to help you start shifting your mindset from surviving to thriving. We wanna help you arise now. We believe in you. We know that you have what it takes to make your dreams a reality. And now you have the support to do it. Join us for our next Arise Now movement. Click on the link in the show notes to claim your spot to Arise Now or go to our website and enter your email for more details at ariseandthrivelife.com.